Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. Lodi, Wisconsin is home to one of the top 10 corn mazes in the U.S. This is according to USA Today. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Part art installation, part outdoor escape room, and part social experiment. The Trinan Farm corn mazes are designed and cut by Angie and Alan Trinan. Each year, Angie picks the theme and Alan cuts the corn. Alan Trinan says they've been doing corn mazes for more than two decades. The maze is approximately 15 acres. It's always been the same size. So that field has been continuous corn for more than 21 years. And uh, it is one of the larger ones in the state. Most corn mazes around the United States are five to seven acres. So ours is a larger than most. How long does it take to get through? You get a map to go through our maze. So if you can read a map, and there's basically three levels of challenge. But if you're um, the basic challenge, if you, you're a good map reader, you can do it in, in 45 minutes to an hour. But otherwise, for all the challenges, you can spend two or more hours out there. Wow, this is kind of a workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, people enjoy it. They um, go out there with you know, the friends or whatever. And, and honestly, some people don't even use the map. They come out here and just to walk around and uh, get lost in the field. So these mazes, they're huge pictures of something or another. Does the theme or topic change every year? Yes. Angie, my wife, uh, typically, she designs our maze. I would say most mazes in the United States are designed by maze design companies. When they go to a designer and tell them they want a maze and suggest a, a, a theme or whatever. They will go and to their book and, you know, it's kind of cookie cutter mazes. Angie uh, designs our maze. This year's design is uh, Schrodinger's cat and other thought experiments. There's uh, the ship of atheists here, or Zeno's arrow, and the trolley car experiment and our string theory maze. Some people will know everything is Schrodinger's cat. Oh yeah, Schrodinger's cat, you know. Schrodinger's cat, now, for those people that don't know, it's a cat playing with a ball of string. So otherwise, Schrodinger's cat. Last year's design was a water bear. A water bear is a microscopic creature and is pretty much the most resilient creature on the planet. They survive zero gravity on the moon. They can be frozen and come back to life. They can be dehydrated for hundreds of years and rehydrated and come back to life. And so last year's theme was resilience with COVID. It's interesting because the people that come out will either get it and know everything about it or they'll know nothing. Like I said, it's either Schrodinger's cat or a kitty with a string. But Angie designs it every year. With our advertising, we always use a photo, an actual photo of the maze. And some don't. They will superimpose them their design over a field of corn. So her goal is to make it aesthetically pleasing or whatever, or just so you can immediately see the design, what it is right away. And also get an education. How do you cut the corn? How do you make the maize? We use a grid to cut the maize. I don't know of anyone else that does that. I think pretty much everyone that gets uh, uses a maize design company, these same companies will come out and cut it for you. 
they have um, an individual with a truck and a trailer and a compact tractor and a rototiller and they will go around the United States and this individual might cut 30, 40, 50 mazes. And so they can do it at any time. If the corn's six feet tall or whatever, they can go through there and cut it with this GPS. We use a grid. Angie designs it and puts it on a grid. It's a 15-foot scale because we want a five-foot trail and at least a 10-foot hedgerow. I plant the field lengthwise and crosswise, so as soon as the corn's up out of the ground, I have a grid growing in the field. When it's still just an inch tall, just peeking out of the ground, we go across the field and we put a four-foot tall stake every 15 feet. We mark and highlight every 60 feet, so every fourth stake, I put a ribbon on that stake. We do three rows of stakes lengthwise, four widthwise, and put those corresponding lines in red on the plan, go out there with a plan, find a point, read the coordinates, count stakes and flags to match it. We use paint it on the ground or use surveyor's flags to mark it out. And we first mow the trails and then carve them with a tractor and a rototiller. Typically, t- most mazes take us 150 hours. This maze was, it looks busy, but it was actually rather easy because there's a uh, fair amount of straight lines in it. Straight lines are easy. You find point A and point B and go. Curved, more intricate designs, you have to find every 15 feet, wherever it crosses that grid mark, and lay that out and put a flag. And some take longer than others, but this was a relatively easier design. And... um, so we, we're, we're typically done by the time it's knee high or slightly more. And we have to be because after that, the rows start to blend together. It's hard to pick out the rows and, and you lose the flags. And the people coming out to see the maze, that balances out maybe losing some of that corn crop? Oh, gosh, yes. That You could plow that whole field under after, after you've cut the maze. The admissions more than make up for the loss of the field. If you think about it, we a 15-foot scale, a 5-foot trail, a 10-foot hedgerow, the most we could take out is a third. So we probably take out 10 to 15% is all. So, I mean, the, the field yields 150 bushels per acre at the end of the season. You know, normally, you know, we get 200 typically on 180 to 200 bushels, and that field um, usually will yield around 150 bushels per acre yet. When is the season usually over where you do take that maze down? We open our maze Labor Day, or usually Labor Day weekend or or the first uh, early September, and we keep it open through the second weekend of November. Uh, Everybody closes with Halloween, and we were planning on doing that our first year, but then we had people actually want to reserve a time, like uh, we get, you know, company outings or groups like that. Where does the corn go, and what variety is it, and what is it used for when it's not a maize? It's number two yellow corn, just the same corn everybody else grows for uh, animal feed or whatever else. Hartman Farms, Howard Hartman, just down the road, that's where mine goes. A lot of his, I know, goes to ethanol plants, but it's marketed through Hartman Farms. So when people ask you, you know, oh, is, the, is it a good corn crop this year? Or is that different from, is it a good maize corn <laughs> crop? Well, we do use a longer season corn. So I average, I usually plant it around May, between May 20th and June 1st. So yeah, you plant a long season corn and plant it late because you want it green in the fall. Um, all the corn now is maturing and dying down. The leaves drop. And I want mine green and lush because otherwise the leaves fall off and it gets transparent. People don't stay on the trails. So you just mow it over? I kind of wanted to get the detail. You just mow the trails? We mow them initially. Um, The corn will grow pretty fast. I mean, obviously, when it's still just an inch or two tall, 
it, it doesn't um, come up. And we'll have multiple teams of people out there working in different areas of the maze. There was only three of us actually this year. These two guys are 16 now that helped me, and they this is their fourth year actually helping. And they've finally gotten confident enough to lay something out and mow it themselves. They're afraid of messing it up. The thing with mowing the trails, till the corn is a foot tall, you can mow it off real easily, and it'll grow back fast. So then we have to rototill them to kill the corn and take out the planting ridges. You get people in wheelchairs and such. When uh, we mow the trails, the, the bonus of that is if, I, if we make an error in the maze design, if we make a wrong trail and we mow it, it'll grow back and erase itself, you know, if you catch it. Um, once it's rototilled, it's there to stay. So if we make a mistake like that um, and rototill it in, I tell Angie, I've taken artistic liberties and changed the maze design. So. How far in advance are you getting ready for the next corn maze? When Angie started designing it, she's got a system down. I, I've got a system down to how to cut the maze. She has got a system down how to design it. She has got a, a list of ideas, possible maze ideas, written down somewhere. So um, she actually does not even think about the design or designing it until I plant the corn. Because it takes her about 40 hours to design the maze. I said, well, why don't you start sooner? And she said, well... I could start in January, and if I did, I would work on it until I had to give you, give it to you. And this way, I've got an idea. I, it takes me 40 hours. I'll start thinking about it when you plant the corn. All the years people have come out, what are you going to do next year? I said, I have no idea. And if I did, it would probably change. And yeah, any, any idea I've had in the fall or something has changed. Alan Trinan of Trinan Farm in Lodi, Wisconsin, just 20 miles north of Madison, says whether it's your first time or you're a veteran of their twisty trails and secret locations, you'll have a great experience. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.